the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom, and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I am the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Lakeland, Tampa, and Brandon. Conexion is our Spanish-speaking congregation, and we also recently started a service in St. Pete, which currently meets once per month. It is an honor to speak to the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Christian Talk. Let us begin with prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King. It is a joy to wake up in the morning and worship you. It's a joy to come into your presence with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. And so, Lord, we pr- declare the airwaves for you, Lord. We declare, Father, that you are not only mighty, but that you are in control, and we're blessed, Father, to see you working day after day. So, Lord, pour out your Spirit upon us, Give us a great time as we look at your word and we apply your word today so that our hearts and our minds would be in you. We bless you, thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, we're going to continue this morning about personal prayer And uh, before we get to that, I just want to remind you that I have this 12-page booklet. A number of you have gotten one or more. Feel free to ask us for one or more. Uh, For any love gift this month, we'll send it out to you. And uh, you can call our office. That's the best way. At 813-831-5600. Seven three. You can also go to our website, hit the donate button, uh, heartofmessiah.org. So let's get right into today's teaching on prayer. I want to share about praying scripture today. You know, I do this every six months to a year in our synagogue, and certainly on the radio I like to do it as well. I believe it is one of the few activities that you can do 
to make major changes in yourself. Do you notice that you'd like to change certain things, but they don't change? Yeah. Well, I had that same situation years ago, and I'm glad to say years ago. I had a real temper problem, and it took about six months of praying scripture, but I really believe it left. Now, I'm not perfect uh, in this area, but I'm probably about 95% there concerning my temper, Uh, so much so that when this all happened years ago, my wife recognized the change uh, as it was happening. And let me tell you, she was glad for it. (laughs) So do you have something that you would like to get rid of uh, today? I believe that what we're going to talk about today, which is praying scripture, is going to work for you. Why? Well, because in Isaiah fifty-five eleven it says, So my word will be that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me in vain or empty, but will accomplish what I intend and will succeed in what I sent it for. So God tells us that his word is going to be effective. We see in Psalm 1, Happy is the one who has not walked in the advice of the wicked, nor stood in the way of sinners, nor sat in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of Adonai, and on his Torah he meditates day and night. In other words, on the word of God, he meditates day and night. He will be like a Uh, a planted tree over streams of water producing its fruit during its season. Its leaf never droops, but in all he does, he succeeds. So there are promises connected to meditating on God's word. Amen. We also see in Psalm 119.11, I have treasured your word in my heart so I might not sin against you. You see that when God's word goes deep into your spirit, deep into your heart, you will not sin against him. It, it, it will cause you to do the right things. It's, it's, now look, let's, let's look at this scripture because I think this is a key scripture and then we'll go into praying scripture. 2 Kings 5.10, you know this story about Naaman. So Elisha sent him a messenger saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh will be restored and you will be clean. But Naaman was angered and walked away saying, I thought he would surely come out to me, stand and call on the name of Adonai his God and wave his hand over the spot and cure my leprosy. Aren't Amna and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. But his servants approached him and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something difficult, would you have not done it? How much more then when he told you only to wash and be clean? And that's really my message to you today. I know 
that sometimes you want to look for something difficult in order to change. You want to have some amazing thing to be told. But what I'm going to tell you to do is simple. It's just not easy. The reason it's simple is because anybody can do it. The reason it's not easy is it requires the discipline of doing it every day. And people oftentimes are lazy. So how do you do this thing? Well, first of all, you find the right scripture. You find a positive scripture, something opposite of your difficulty. You do not want to pray your difficulty. <laughs> you want to pray victory, God's word, something that inspires you, something that you want in your life, something that takes authority over the enemy. You get the idea? So let's look at a simple one. And and let's say you need an attitudinal adjustment. You need to have a greater faith. You have to get a concept of what does it mean to pray Scripture. And you look at Matthew eleven twelve. It says, for the days of John the Immerser, or John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven is treated with violence, and the violent grasp hold of it. So we're seeing here that we have to come into this prayer mode with violence in a sense. We have to take authority. We are not to be mamby-pamby. God has given us the, the uh, ability and the authority to overcome, but we have to be strong in him. Also, in Romans twelve twenty one, it says, Do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. Everything we do should be the scripture, you know? Even when things come against us, we are to overcome it with good. And just understand that God wants us to have abundance. It says in John 10.10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Yeshua, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And so there are all sorts of scriptures about warfare. In fact, in our booklet, our 12-page booklet, we have a number of them, like Hebrews 11.32. I, I really enjoy that. Uh, as it says, by faith they conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouth of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, and made far armies flee. Are you ready to pray? <laughs> Does that get you ready to pray? Does that get you on fire? Okay, so let's go. So praying scripture would sound like this. If you want to, you can turn to Isaiah 61, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 4. And this is a great scripture to pray because not only is it a scripture that is easy, to, you don't have to change any of the words, 
even though uh, we believe that this is a scripture that was focused on Yeshua the Messiah, even in Isaiah 61, but we see in the book of Luke that Yeshua, uh, when in the synagogue, uh, reads this scripture and, and basically says that he is the one that was spoken of here. But, you know, as disciples, God says that we are to be like him. So we can pray this scripture with that kind of authority because God wants us not only to be made in his image, but to think the way he thinks, to act the way he acts, and to do the very things that he would have us do. To So let's pray this scripture. Now, the first line is, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. That's pretty easy to memorize, right? Now, what I want you to do, and let me, well, let me demonstrate this. The spirit of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I just am picturing what that looks like, what that seems to be, the spirit of the Almighty God. Lord, your spirit that you said lives in me, but this is the, the, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Lord, I believe not only are you upon me, but you are in me. So your spirit, Father, is in me. That makes me a child of God. Lord, you say that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Now, though I know, Lord, it's upon many people, right now you are speaking to me, and you're saying that your Spirit is upon me. Okay, so let's stop praying for a second. And see that I've taken those seven or so words, eight words, whatever, and I've not only repeated them, but I've tried to embellish on them. I've tried to get them deep into my mind, my heart, and my spirit. And so I will not stop with those few words until I get a sense that not only is it true, but it's true for me. And that God wants to tell me something. So let's look at the next part. Because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. Dear Lord, I thank you, Father, that you have anointed me. Oh, I think of the oil coming down on Aaron's beard in Psalm 133, and you promise life forever at the end of that. Lord, you here have said that you are and have and will anoint me. And what is my purpose? My purpose, Lord, you say here, once I'm anointed, that I am to bring good news to the afflicted, to those who are hurting they could be hurting physically. Lord, I pray that you anoint me with, with the, the faith to heal people. I, I pray that you anoint me so that when I counsel people emotionally, the afflicted will be 
will be glad. They will have new joy and new peace. I'm praying, Lord, for the kind of anointing that I will have the spirit of encouragement with people. I pray, Lord, that the good news is seeing people getting saved and they were afflicted because they didn't know you, Lord. Oh, Father, I thank you and praise you that you have anointed me to bring the good news to the afflicted. Okay, let's stop again. Are you getting the concept here? I mean, it might take me the entire program to get through Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, because I want to be saturated by and permeated. You know, I like those two words, saturated and permeated by God's word. I don't want to just read it. I don't want to just study it. I don't even just say I want to apply it. I don't even just say that I want to memorize it. I want it deep, deep, deep within my spirit, within my mind. You see, because we are amazing computers that God has manufactured, and garbage in, garbage out, <laughs> right? You put garbage in your computer, you'll get garbage out of it. You get good stuff in your computer, you get good stuff out of it. We don't take enough time to fill our computer, our personal mind and heart and spirit with God's righteousness. But when we take a scripture like this and we go at it from different angles and we, we, we digest it and we eat it and we, we just want it more and more in our spirit, it becomes part of our nature. So we don't have to think about bringing good, good news to the afflicted. We just do it automatically because that's who we have become. Now, I said in the beginning of this program that I want to talk to you about if you, if you need a change. And so I'm going to switch gears for a second, even though I'd love to do more on Isaiah 61, and maybe we will next week. But I'd like to kind of spend a few minutes on Philippians 4, 4 through 8. Now, because of time, I just want you to, I'll just read 4 through 7, but then we're going to go and pray verse 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. By the way, who do we rejoice in? It's not in money. It's not in other people. It's not in our circumstances. Rejoice in the Lord always always. Okay. Well, there you got. You caught me. I I am I'm going to want to pray this first verse. Uh Lord, dear Father, help me, Lord, to rejoice 
in the Lord always, not to rejoice in anything. Let my treasure be in you. Lord, when you and I are good, when our relationship is good, Lord, you have promised me that that's going to give me great joy. In fact, you even repeated in this verse, you say, again, I will say rejoice. So I am, I know that it reminds me that in Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, you say to rejoice always. Uh, here you say, rejoice in the Lord always. Father, you are sending me a message that regardless of my time, uh, my, my circumstances, I am to rejoice in you. Thank you, Father. Lord, you say that let your gentleness be made known to all people. Father, I seek to be known for having a gentle spirit, because this is your desire for me to be seen this way. And I, it says here that all people should see me as gentle. Lord, even the times when I'm on the phone with some big corporation and I've spoken to computers for a half hour and I finally get a person, that I will still be kind and gentle and patient. So, Lord, it says, let your gentleness be made known to all people. You are near. Not only are you near because you're coming back soon, but you are near because you are right here with me today. So, Lord, you have promised me that if I pray and petition you with thanksgiving, letting you know my requests, that I don't have to be anxious, that you're going to take, in a sense, the anxiousness away from me because you have promised when I do these things that I am going to get the peace which surpasses all understanding. It will guard my heart in Messiah Yeshua. Okay, so I'm rushing so I can get to verse 8. Here we go. Lord, finally, whatever is true, and true, Lord, I know, is your truth, not, not man's truth, not what it says in the Wall Street Journal. What is true is what you tell me is true through your word. So whatever is true, whatever is honorable, that's your word as well. Whatever is just, that's your word too. Whatever is pure, that's your word as well. Whatever is lovely, Yes, whatever is commendable, if there is any virtue and if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, Lord, let my mind dwell on those things today, Father. Oh, Lord, dwelling means to live somewhere. And Lord, you have commanded my mind to live in your word so that I will be what you want me to be, that I will live in your truth, Lord. I will live in your honor, in your uh, justice, in your purity. Oh, Lord, in your purity. Oh, my goodness, Lord. Help me. Help me. Whatever is lovely, let that be about me, Lord. Whatever is commendable, if there is any virtue, Lord, I want to have all your virtues. If there's anything worthy of praise, let, let not only my mind think it, but let my mouth speak it. 
so that I will be an encouragement to people. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Now, okay, you, you, you get the idea. Um, look, we are trying to change who we are to become more like God, okay? And this is the this will deal with so many issues in your life, I can't tell you. So I'm going to say, if you do this 15 minutes a day for the next month, you are going to change some major things in your life. Now, if you take up this challenge, I want you to email me and tell me of the change, because I'm going to, I want to hear your testimony. Well, we're out of time today. We'll discuss prayer again next week, probably this very subject. Um, get my 12-page booklet on prayer. Um, call at 813-831-5673 or go on our website, Heart of Messiah, and hit the donate button. Feel free to email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. I'd love to hear from you. May you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.